What's up, guys, and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Now, today we have a bit of a grab bag episode. I may have said that last time. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Grab bag. We have all sorts of different topics. We're just going to kind of quick fire away and see what happens. It's going to be fun. So, Brent, what have you been up to? Since we talked. Okay, I, I want to say that I think some of these topics are good, though. Oh, you know. Not, not all. Not all. I didn't yeah. say crap bag. Yeah, of... you, you know, you say grab bag. I don't want people to, to turn off immediately. Like, if we got a, a viewer retention time of 30 seconds here, that's not great. <laughs> I mean, a so, grab bag is different than so, just so a don't crappy try, don't, bag don't sink of us topics. Like that. <laughs> right? Like, okay, we got a... <laughs> we have a plethora of good things to talk about. Is that better? Yeah, right, there you go. Okay. <laughs> So I'm thinking about doing a new thing here, which is, if at all possible, lead off with like a, a really sick tip, like mm-hmm. something something useful to, to, to really hook our listeners, our viewers. So today's sick tip from Brent <laughs> is if you have a resin printer, one of the best ways to clean the FEP sheet at the bottom of the resin vat is with a playing card. So... You know, a regular playing card from a deck of 52 cards. It's uh, got a little bit of strength. It's got a little bit of flexiness to it. And it can really scrape off the the resin that's kind of muckled on to the FEP sheet at the bottom of your resin vat without damaging the FEP sheet. And you get a couple of uses out of each card before they get kind of soggy. But uh, yeah, they, they really do the job quite nicely. So there's there's my sick tip of the day. That's sweet. I like that. Yeah, I would have never thought of that. I'm going to try that because last time I had to clean the FEP. Um, if you don't know what that is, like on a 3D printer, it's a, a clear sheet at the bottom where the resin vat is so the light can go through. Sometimes when you have a failed print, it'll sit there for however long your printer's going and it'll just continue to shine light through that and cook resin on the bottom of that piece of plastic. So it's really hard to get off. Um, the best way that I've heard about it before this was to kind of like push my finger on that plastic underneath and just kind of, you know, slide your finger under that cured piece of resin and just pop it off. But I've actually damaged my, my FEP sheet that way. Um, and that leads to even more failed prints and you have to keep doing that. It sucks. So this sounds way better (laughs) and I'm going to definitely do that. Give it a, give it a shot. Yeah, so one of my 3D printers actually shipped from the factory in China with like four or five playing cards in there. I got like seven through jack of uh, spades or something, <laughs> and I got a lot of use out of those cards. But finally, I was like, okay, this is, this is so good. I'm going out and buying my own playing cards. So I just <laughs> ordered like 12 decks of playing cards, and that'll hold me for a while, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, ideally, I'd like to uh, not have failed prints when yes. I'm printing stuff off, but it's inevitable. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're if you're getting files that aren't pre-supported or something, like you, it's trial and error, right? You're gonna have to try supporting it yourself. It doesn't always work, or like, you know, sometimes you do that thing where you over-support it, and then you know it still kind of fails, and then half of it doesn't print. And then there's just a lump of resin at the bottom. It's never good. 
Yeah, it's been cold recently, and I think that's why I've been having more failures recently. Interesting. Uh, hard to say sometimes, but supposedly cold temperatures are, are not good for getting reliable prints. Really? So I'll blame it on that. I'll blame it on that. All we'll right. see. That's, I had no idea. I mean, I, my printers are in a temperature, temperature controlled room, I suppose, but, huh. Off to, well, well, there yeah. you go. Less of an issue for you, but it's, uh, it's cold in Maine. I mean, yeah, normally it's cold here in uh, Nevada, especially up in the Sierra Nevada mountains, you know, Donner party, but it's not okay. been too bad. Like this winter's been pretty mild. Yeah. Well, print while the printing's good, exactly. Casey. I like that. What What about your hot tip? Do you have any hot tips, Casey? I just made up this segment, right. so uh, it's really not fair for me to ask this of you. <laughs> Let's but, see here. But uh, of the things you uh, wanted to talk about this episode, pull out something useful. Let's, let's go. See now, I Give feel it. like okay. Okay. Um, hang on. Uh, hang on. Let me let me yeah. think about it. I got to think about it for just a second. Um Okay, if you're going to be I have nothing really. <laughs> I okay, I do have a good a tip story. though. A good tip or something that, <laughs> maybe something that uh something that's been bothering me a little bit. You know? Um when when Okay, we're all we're all nerds, right? We're pretty hardcore. We're into all this stuff. It's what we do. And like I like to complain about things as much as the next nerdy guy. But there there is like a line where when you go over it, you just sound pretentious and it's unnecessary. We should all keep that in mind when uh telling people about things on the internet. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. It's just just for some reason this last couple of weeks on on several of my videos I've been getting like the very specific nerddom like, well, it's actually this. And I want to respond, uh, well, you actually. you the wrong color? Yeah, basically stuff like that. It's like, look, I don't care. Okay, like I specifically said it, I don't care. Uh, this is what I'm doing. I don't need the, the nerd splination for these things. It's just one of those things. So I don't know if this is related or not, but those were beautiful uh, scouts that you painted. Well, thank Space you. Marine scouts. <laughs> Space Marine scouts. Right. No, because I called them Space Marines. That was one of the reasons it was like, okay, they're not Space Marines. But they are. Not yet. Right. Mm, I see how that <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> scouts for the Space Marine chapter. Yes. Is, is that appropriate? That is a, that Let is us the know in the comments exact below. appropriate uh, way to say that, yes. <laughs> no but uh over nerd splaining things uh much like yeah much like mansplaining it can be taken too far and, and there is a line so you know just as a uh i don't know as a subculture of people and myself included like just gotta watch out for that kind of stuff you know just keep keep in right. mind listeners uh leave your questions and comments below but uh yeah Think first. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Otherwise, Casey's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna flat out gonna ignore really you. Really, <laughs> let you have it next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing that'll happen is I, I'll just ignore it. But <laughs> you know, I don't know. You put me on the spot. That's all I had. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, we need the viewers to know that Casey is extremely sensitive to the comments. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe this is your time to really, really go at him. He's teetering on the edge. Oh. I think now's your moment. I think it's just been one of those weeks, honestly. <laughs> like it really okay. has. <laughs> like I was like, I've had enough. I've had enough of this. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Like, this is my only outlet. I guess we didn't start the uh, the episode with, "Hey Casey, how are you yeah. doing?" Like I think I think you might have asked that of I me is just you know a generic greeting. I, I ask but, it every uh, time. Yeah. How you doing, you Casey? Know, I could be better. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's been a long week, man. Uh, yeah, and that the nerd's plating that's that's a for real thing, but it's like it's just been this like slow build, so. I don't know. And I, I mean, I, I understand why it's happening because like I purposely sort of set myself up for it, but in the same time, it's like, I'm not trying to, uh, make my videos like this end all explanation type of a thing. I'm just being, you know, showing certain things of like, here's what I found. Here's what I see. This is really cool. But I'm yeah. also like, I don't know just over it look it's been it's been a long winter for all of us and if someone out there is getting some entertainment by nerdsplaining to you yeah. that a a space marine scout is not yet a full battle brother right they they don't hey. have their uh the, the black carapace hey. and yeah. power armor and look next time just tap me <laughs> in i'll go over to the comment and say Thanks for the information. This is this is really cool. That's, that's usually my go-to response, like because it's not like it's not something I'm interested in, right? That's that's the sad part of it. It's like I am, but I don't need it twenty times. It's, it's fine. Yeah. The, the correct response is not all caps. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On every yeah, like YouTube has already filled in my auto response for those comments. <laughs> I know. Somehow this is my job. I know what a scout <laughs> yeah. is. I understand. I know. <sighs> okay. All right. So so Casey is having a, a mixed week as far as I can mixed, tell. Yeah. Um Yeah. Look, I want I want the viewers to know that it may look like a normal situation where Goobertown Brent is sitting at his casting desk and <laughs> Everything is normal, but I want you to know that I have upgraded the cage Again. that surrounds me. Yes. Um, <laughs> so one of the things I want to talk about this week is stuff I got in the mail this mm -hmm, week. Mm -hmm. And among those is a couple of six-foot lengths of T-slot structural aluminum mm -hmm. from the 8020 so company. I'm glad you updated on that. And mm -hmm. that... Oh, yeah. yeah. Waiting for yeah that I, I told you yeah. it was coming, and it, it came. It's good. It came. So really, really strengthen this up. And what I want to tell you is I got camera three up in the middle here. So that's going to be a thing in the future. We'll see. <laughs> get some wires hooked up to that mm -hmm. and maybe take some time lapses of whatever's going on at this hobby table here. The, the bird's eye view. Yeah. So that's, that's new and interesting to me. Um, yeah, but you got the, got the cameras and the lights and stuff mounted, but the, the, interesting point is that i finally found some shop lights that i think i really mm -hmm. like so uh, last episode i was talking about you know, i had a few 5000 kelvin shop lights which is 
pretty blue. They're they're labeled as daylight. And man, I'm I'm really working up to a rant about labeling just blue light <laughs> as, as daylight. Tricks the uh, mind. Should should read up on the uh, astrophysics and and mm-hmm. physics in general of this of, of where that name came, but man, I part of me thinks that just slapping the word daylight on blue light was just a marketing scheme. I mean, like, you're probably right. Yeah. So where I'm going to end on this is that cool white, about 4,000 Kelvin, I think is a really nice color temperature for for most things in life, but especially what we do at the hobby table of of trying to paint and be working in light that closely mimics what you want to be around most of the right. time and and how you want your models to be displayed and really the kind of light that it would be great if your game store had or, or your game club yeah, or whatever true. so yeah where i'm coming down on all this is cool white 4000 kelvin nice mm-hmm. nice you know anything 3000k that's that's just crap yellow light 5000k that's crap blue light uh, I don't even know why they sell those. Um, ooh, Cheap garage ooh, lights, okay, I guess. So, so, <laughs> I, I guess. I, I mean, there there's certainly like artistic purposes. There was, and and some of the lights just historically are are cheaper to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cheap garage lights, I guess. Uh, Luke had a video recently where he was showing off his new like warehouse yeah. space. And he was showing that just the warehouse came equipped with these like sodium lamps oh. that are just shooting out like I can't I can't remember if he actually gave a color temperature or not. I think he said like eighteen hundred K. Like it's just just orange light blaring. Yeah, that sounds uh, all about the time. Right. And he's yeah, right. It's like tungsten. Yeah, just we're, we're gonna need to do something yeah. else. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, street lamps, at least historically, were always that, like, really yellow color, because that's what you can get a lot of light cheap for. There you go. That particular light is pretty bad, too. Like, the street lamp light? Some mm-hmm. shady light. It's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I I picked up a bunch of shop lights for $20 a light. They're, I mean, they're four foot double fluorescent is kind of the form factor of them um twenty dollars for for one of those pairs and four thousand kelvin great color temperature i'll let you know in a few weeks if i continue to be happy but right now i'm i'm lit up at a a light that i'm really enjoying and i think it's gonna be good yeah that's that's nice man uh i think having a a good light good light source and the the consistency, right? Like all around consistency, especially for painting, is such a game changer. You know, when you're when you're sitting down yeah. at your desk and and you're trying to paint, it's like, you know, you're used to the light, it's comfortable, and everything is lit up properly. Like it really does make a difference. It's good stuff. So, so where I'm coming down right now is cool white. That's that's the name of what you want. Warm white? No, that means yellow. That's garbage. Yeah. Uh, daylight? For some reason, that's what they call blue. Like you <laughs> want that that cool white. Now the words will trick you. You'll think, uh, cool white. Ah, uh, it's gonna be blue. No, it's just it's good light. It's good light. Good. So, 
Now, I also saw an interesting light in one of your videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want you want to tell us about that, Casey? You're talking about my uh, my portable like uh, Edison bulbs. I guess I I wouldn't even know what to call it. Uh, in my notes here, I wrote down Casey's hipster lights. Yeah, portable. Oh Edison yeah, bulbs. there it is. They're uh, actually just battery operated plastic like light bulbs okay yeah but they look cool and mm -hmm. uh they you know they bring a little bit of warmth because like you said like uh the shop lights you know it's a little it's, it's cool white but it's still on the blue side of things so having that uh the light temperatures juxtaposed looks really cool in a video now uh, Uncle Adam does this. Obviously, he's got it blurred in the background, and that's kind of cool because tungsten lights, that Edison-style light, looks nice. It has, like, a nice glow to it. Um, yeah, and maybe mine are a little up front. Right there. It's a nice little accent. It's it's artistic. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, like, I just got them. I, I, was, I was just randomly shopping, and I saw <laughs> them, and they were like on clearance for a buck or something. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to get some of these. So I picked a couple yeah. up and like, they've, they've worked pretty good <laughs> so far. And then Casey's <laughs> next video, he has his, his glamor shot with the turntable and the finished minis on it. It and, looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but then just next to the turntable, he has this, uh, this and bulb, <laughs> two, two just giant glowing glowing yellow. Bulbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice little accent. And yeah. Until you really dig into it. Like, why did Casey put that there? That's kind of silly. But it is hey, 100% because I felt like that's what I needed to do in that moment. You know, like <laughs> I, I had the light bulbs and I was kind of doing some slider shots and, you know, getting getting some of my filmography going. Some of my nice cinematic B-roll. Um you know, uh, in fact, the, the video before last was actually put out in uh, 16.9. It's like not even a supported YouTube format, but it just looks so oh. cool. You probably didn't even notice. That's the thing. That's the nope. thing about all of this stuff, right? The, the little things that we all try and do. Like most of it goes unnoticed. If you watch not last week's not or I should say when this video comes out, not yesterday's video, not the week before yesterday's video but the week before that one what model was in the video couldn't tell you <laughs> uh no it was the um okay was just that, watch the goblin. last month of casey's videos <laughs> and you'll notice a stupid aspect ratio exactly so uh just a random there, stupid no aspect ratio no but like uh trying to trying to do a little bit more and experimenting with the light colors and you know, like the next move is, you know, get some LED panels, like little, you know, those little guys that you can control with your phone, that kind of thing, and have something, you know, get some nice okay. lighting like that. I've, I've done a couple things like that, but um, yeah, these, these Edison style bulbs just look cool on camera. So just thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you. Um, so on, on last episode of Paint Bravely, the podcast, you mentioned, Casey, that it, it is important to look at your models under different lights. That is correct. And so wherever you normally sit to paint, and I've heard this many other places, but, you know, 
get up and walk around sometimes, go outside, go to a different room, mm-hmm. go sit in front of a window, just yeah, look at your model in, in different yeah. lights. Um, it, it certainly helps to have a, a nice reasonable <laughs> amount and color of lighting in your main workspace, but uh, absolutely take a look in, in different situations. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're trying to get like a sweet Instagram post or something, maybe you need a, a silly little accent light and some yep. some gels and some LEDs and some. I mean, it makes just, a difference. It can, sure. you know, sure. Like, uh, actually, a long time ago, I like coincidentally painting the same model as that video I was talking about the sixty nine aspect ratio. Um, I had a. Uh, like a blue gel over some LEDs uh, Mm. acting as like a moonlight kind of thing. And it's like the goblin in the moonlight sort of, and it has this like, you know, it's shiny metal armor and it's reflecting. So you're getting that cool color bounce off of the actual paint. So it's, it's reacting. Mm. It, It makes a cool picture. Like it's great for Instagram. It's like, you don't have to use filters. You don't have to do anything fancy. It's just take a good picture, right? It helps. There you go. Yeah. That, that was that was my hot tip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stolen from you, stolen from me. I got it. Perfect. We got there eventually, folks. <laughs> Casey's hot tip of the day. <laughs> We're not saying that it's going to be downhill from here, but if it is, at least we got I mean, that. Hey. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like if you're painting at your desk right now, good for you. Yeah, what what are you gonna pull out your phone and stop the podcast? <laughs> you yeah. want to find out what's happening, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, don't you want to hear what I got in the mail like the next day of the week that might yeah. be tangentially related to your own hobby right. in life? We've only hit on Monday. What's happening Tuesday? So, uh, did you get anything good in the mail, Casey? This or... actually, I did, and uh, you probably see it on camera. I knew it. I did. I always get good stuff in the mail. Come on now. Um, I got one of the Eldar, what are they, Wraith Knights or War- Possibly. Warlord? I don't, Bone, I don't even know Wraith. what it's called. It's the, the big Bone tall Titan. knight that is the Eldar knight. Um, is it plastic? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's still like a seven or eight year old kit, I think. But, yeah. uh, Yeah. It's, it's it's a, a giant beefy, Eldar beefy. Walker thing. Yeah. Duh. He's huge. Oh. It's big in my head. Yeah, I mean it's the same same size as like the the knights, the normal ones. Um But yeah, I actually so I was perusing eBay as I do. Um and I came across a listing that just said worst Eldar knight ever. I'm not even kidding. It's like a YouTube title. Well, and I did just that's that was that. Did you get her like a really high res screenshot of that, so that can be your, your like <laughs> your video screenshot. Right. I've got that's the thing. Like I'm I'm thinking they were trolling me a little bit. Like I have to imagine at least on some level they have either seen that video or heard about it, or there's uh, some yeah. thing going on. And I'm looking. I mean, it it was crap too. Like it was mangled. Okay. okay. Like the, the guy tried to magnetize it. So there's just like green stuff and they uh, bored out holes into everything. And like, luckily 
he uh, did end up managing to magnetize one arm, like one arm, and it just you know magnet sticks right back on. That's not bad. The rest of it though, um, I basically had to drill out green stuff and and fix everything and repin everything. Um, excuse me, I have a question. You have a question. Uh, do you have an alternate arm to put on in its place, or do you just have an arm that can come off and go back on? I, literally, this model is completely glued together, except for the one arm that is magnetized on that can pop off. I have no other arm. There were no other bits. It's even missing I mean, a, you can, a knee pad. You can get like a little bit of rotation maybe out of that oh, yeah. arm, unless yeah. it just kind of sags back down to neutral. I mean, it, it kind of does. It's, it sticks up all okay. right. You know, it's it's not bad. So, you got yourself an action figure with yeah. uh, a single point of articulation there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, one point of articulation. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. But it. So I I understand how you know they were they were getting on with the the worst night ever or whatever. Um, but it definitely it was some work. I'm pretty happy with the the way it turned out. I'm actually technically not even done with it as of right this moment. So. It's going to be weird because the video have been out for a day by the time this goes up. Right, right. But I haven't finished painting it today. I, I did all of this today. This was one day's worth of work. Wow, that's actually pretty impressive. I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's got a really nice base too. Nice. The, nice. the base is... Uh, I'm actually pretty happy with the base. Like It's probably the nicest base I've ever made. Um and partially in part to uh, there's a sponsor for the video that does 3D printing basing materials. So, you know, I don't want to like rehash all that. Watch the video. It's great. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that helped a lot. Very good. Like it, it pushed my imagination a little bit. And I, that actually was really helpful. Um, yeah. So that came in the mail. And luckily it actually turned out way better than I thought it was going to <laughs> for what it was. <laughs> So I got a question for you here, Casey. Yes. This is something I've been thinking about. So for the last week or so, I've been looking at one buy it now listing for some used chaos warriors okay, because okay. I need just a pile of these things. I need a, mm -hmm. I need a horde. How are you going to get a horde if you don't have a whole lot of chaos warriors? But, and I was thinking about it. So I keep checking this listing and it's like, an okay deal it's uh 21 22 warriors for 40 bucks so okay not, not great not terrible but like if you need some more warriors like it's cheaper than buying them new and they look to be assembled reasonably well and that kit uh has a pretty low ceiling in terms of how well they even can be assembled. So right, yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty straightforward. <laughs> even if I bought even if I bought new models and assembled them myself, like there's still a massive gap down the <laughs> down the center line. So yeah. Um, now here's here's the question: At what point does visiting the same listing over and over again become like a waste of time? Like. <laughs> at, at some point, shouldn't you just pull the trigger so you stop wasting your life checking this uh, this listing? Um, Should I pull the trigger? I mean, okay, like, you can look at it a couple different ways, right? You know, you might window shop a little bit and save a buy-it-now auction. And if the deal is reasonably good, 
then there's a little bit of pressure because someone else might pick it up. Right. 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 So it might just disappear all of a sudden. Uh, so there's nothing technically wrong with that. But I mean, if you need them and you know they're <laughs> not that bad and they're cheaper than what you could pay for them, like new. Yeah, you're probably wasting your time a little bit. Like you would have already had the models in the mail and you would have been working on them and they might have been done by now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this. This uh, past couple of weeks has been a fairly busy couple of weeks in terms of stuff showing up in the mail. I mean, just today I got a bunch of black zip ties so that I could oh, zip yeah. tie my lights on down to my cage, you know? Ah, yeah. And that was a thing where, man, I bought those zip ties so fast. It's like, no, let's not even think about this. Do I need right. the eight inch or the twelve inch? Both, you know. Yeah, we're we're not messing around here. We <laughs> just just buy them and be done with it. But now I'm thinking like sometimes I'm I'm decisive and yeah. instinctual, and a you know a, well, a, a true warrior would jump on that deal. <laughs> yeah, <an> eBay ninja. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's walk through it then a little bit. Um, how badly do you actually need these models? Like, is it for your army or is it just a nice extra? It is, it would go into the army, but I'm pretty much already at a point where I would never field this many warriors in a 2000 point battle okay. ever. Okay. This is, this is part of the, this is part of the horde. It's part of the spectacle. It's uh right. A little, a little bit for kind of like the uh, the spectacle of a batch painting video sort of thing. Or uh, yeah, if you're gonna, but, and and it's a lot, and it's a lot just for the the background of the the whole army shot. Okay, which is okay. really since I don't necessarily play much at all, that's what collecting an army is for me anyway. Is the spectacle, the picture, thing. the the hordes, the okay. The, I mean, so, I can see that. So need is a, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I absolutely do not need these models. Uh, but am yeah. I eventually going to spend 40 bucks on more Chaos Warriors anyway? I mean, yeah, probably someday. Yeah. Yeah. So I've noticed a pattern, an interesting pattern yeah. with you, Brent. <laughs> oh boy. All right, um, lay it down. It's, it's so somebody needs to tell me. It's, I don't know. I'm, you probably already know this, right? <laughs> okay. You, you were talking about, um, We'll go back. We'll go back a little ways. Okay. When we were talking about the, uh, like the emery boards, the files, the sanding sticks, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got them right there, right there on hand. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, you went out, you bought the Amazon one, right? You got the thing, you found the ones you wanted. And then how many of those exact ones that you actually wanted did you order? Uh, five packs plus one other slightly different grit. Right. So like a hundred of them. But you, I mean like 200 of them. Oh, like yeah. 200. Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. Um, fast forward to 15 minutes ago. How many packs of cards did you buy? 12 packs, 12 of, packs cards. of cards. Okay. It was the same price as buying like four packs of cards. Okay, well, that, I I give you that one, <laughs> but still, that's twelve packs of cards. I'm just noticing a pattern here. Where are you going with this, Casey? <laughs> when you when you've decided you want a thing that is like part of your collection, right? Like you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go a bit above and beyond probably what's necessary at the moment, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. 
I'm also guilty of this myself. But I'm just saying I'm noticing a pattern. That's all. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So are you going to buy those those uh, Chaos Warriors? And are you asking me for permission or are you just telling me you're going to do it anyways? <laughs> if they were a I mean, dollar a there model. There was definitely that element. I mean, obviously there was that element to it. Yes. Um, but there is like I've, I've heard about this like the dilemma in other contexts too mm-hmm. like let's say you're you're at your job and like do you need some supply for your job right like at some point your boss wants you to stop browsing the catalog and buy it and get back to work yes right like the um, especially once it starts to sink in that like this is probably this or a similar purchase is probably eventually going to happen uh there really is a a time cost to not just getting on with it yeah like, that's true yeah and i mean if you looked at it and they were good enough to justify like for me the kind of like minimum amount right to buying something on ebay is is the price per model good enough that it kind of makes sense, right? Like, you know, in this case, they're, they're what, like $2 a model. That's, that's pretty high for me. Right. Like if they were a dollar, dollar 25, I probably would have hit buy it now immediately, you know? And if Mm -hmm. it was less than a dollar per model, I probably would have hit it without even looking at the pictures. Because you could always sell those models in a better condition, even just stripped and, you know, assembled properly for double that, right? So there's always that investment aspect. Like, if you can get a low enough cost per model, like Games Workshop models, like, you get them for a dollar a model, any Games Workshop model, and you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Why do you think I have so many Dark Eldar Warriors? (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) There, there is something to be said about like an abundance of a certain kind of model, and that's why they cost that much. <laughs> I mean, I would love to yes, see that yes. horde painted up. <laughs> uh, I should actually probably show that on camera one of these. Maybe, yeah. maybe next episode I'll pull out that box. <laughs> that's a, that's a good idea. I'd love to see like as just lay them all out in a line and be like, okay. I mean, you're talking, you want to do a hundred goblins? Like how many Cabalite warriors can you do in a single sitting? That's a video. The, that day may come. That day may come. <laughs> the, yes. In, in yes, the yes, desperate yes. hour. <laughs> like I need a time lapse uh, to beat all time lapses. Uh, <laughs> we always knew this is where we were headed. <laughs> yeah. I can just, I can just I see that video right now. I hear that opening. Like we always knew this is where we'd end up. <laughs> Uh, I'd find some sweet music for that. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, in that in that time lapse video, you used a lot of music that I've used. <laughs> there were some good tunes in there. <laughs> some of those were on purpose. I, I mean I, I used the paint like, yeah, I, <laughs> I closed the video with the paint bravely theme song. Yeah. <laughs> you even said it too, so it was perfect. <laughs> I've actually been enjoying, I've done that, I think I did that out of the last two yeah. videos where, like, my closing line was, like, you know, thanks for watching and remember to paint bravely just when the, the sting comes in. Right. 
again both of us right. not really ever pushing this podcast like at all all right <laughs> yeah so you have partially shamed me for thinking of buying more chaos warriors and i respect Ooh. your advice i respect i, I don't necessarily I not, i'm not shaming i'm not shaming you Try to help you uh, through a situation. Next episode, I'll I'll let you know if whether or not they were in good, good condition when I got them. But uh... yes, please. <laughs> um, like if honestly, like if if you think they're in decent condition, like if they're they're just troop models, right? They can't be that bad. Like for you yeah, to yeah, to no, like exactly spray exactly. down, fill in a few details, throw in a you know dip wash, and call it a day. Like you've got forty awesome models, right? Like yeah, that's pretty good. Or Spray paint many. dip done. That's that's what they say. <laughs> um, so what about you, Casey? Are you are you looking at? Do you need me to give you permission for anything? Are you you checking out any <laughs> listings? Like I can, uh, I'm willing to help you out here. It's this is easy. This is no cost for me to right. Uh, Let's give see. you some advice. I'm trying to think of like I've been because I've been watching a lot of random auctions like i'm actually looking at like a, a dark eldar job lot right now a bunch of busted models but i know oh. you got dibs on that i know you got dibs so i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take that no no i have i have purchased so many dark eldar job lots like i have <laughs> i have two job lot abs as drew bale vect like i, I i'm good like oh boy <laughs> oh as as drew bale vect the uh the raider with the like lord riding on the the hovercraft with the, the slaves and the incubi with the capes and yeah it was a whole thing it was a thing yeah. this there's some things we just don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> um actually uh, if as far as like permission i've been looking to just i've been looking at a lot of like lots job lots armies pre-painted armies because i've been looking at just i just want to buy an army I just want to buy an entire army that I can play and it's painted and I don't have to paint it. And I, I honestly, oh. it's a weird feeling to, to not want to paint an that's entire army. That's very weird. But like, I've just the, been uh, looking like, at these going, oh man, like, man, that's only like five, 600 bucks. Well, that's about how much the army would them or be. Anything? I, it depends on how well they're based. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's just, it's a weird thing. Like I've been, I've been. I don't know. It feels like I'm cheating on something. Like, I'm... well, just don't sell the armies that you paint. You've painted several armies. Just stop selling them. That's a good point. I have sold <laughs> lots of armies, and I've regretted it every single time. Um, stop it. You, you... <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of that, right? You know how I was talking about? Like, I was, I was thinking, like, I don't really want to sell that corn army. Well, it turns out that the auction ended on time sold for $1,250, which nice. is insane is incredible. Yeah. And that's awesome. I'm so grateful. At the same time, the person who won the auction sent me a message just like a few hours after it ended saying that they won't be paying for it and that it's time for them to put hobby things aside. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's uh It's a hell of a way to time that out. Well, I mean, sometimes you can be bidding on something and then it gets a little bit out of hand and then you, you know, yeah. oh, whoops. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. At the same time, like, yeah. that's kind of eBay, right? Like, that's 
Yeah. Like there's a part of every seller that is hoping that there will be a bidding war because you're going to get a little bit more out of people and not, not in a bad way necessarily, but you know, there's a heat in the moment kind of situation. Now, since I didn't sell the army, technically I have to go through the rigmarole of, I had to put in a, a, you know, uh, what are they called? Basically a complaint, um, saying that the buyer did not pay, refuse to pay. They have X amount of days to respond. If they don't, then uh. they have more like extra days on top of that. And then if I get to a certain point and they decide, yes, they decided not to pay. And now you can do these options. Like I may be able to ask the other bidders down the line if they still want it but i'm not sure i thought that was an option like almost immediately no is it not no i i went through and i did some reading and everything that i saw was like no you have to wait x amount of days and it has to go through the resolution center um before you Hmm. can do that because there has to be proof right that the other person is not going to pay because when you bid and when you're selling there's that that contract through ebay that says this is like you have to do these, so you have to pay for this, or you have to send it to them, you know, legally speaking, yeah. or else you know your account can get shut down. Um, so the the problem I have with that is that well, okay, if I was willing to spend twelve hundred bucks on something like an army, I probably would have moved on already by now. You know, it's been a couple weeks, so it's like okay, maybe I don't actually have the money to do that anymore, even if I wanted to, you know? So all of a sudden that amount starts to dwindle. Now, if I were to just say, okay, I'm going to put it back up for, you know, for auction. Well, it's probably not going to get the same amount that it got before because that in the moment bidding and auction thing isn't going on. The, The hype isn't there. Like I you don't have like a series of YouTube exactly. videos <laughs> recently backing it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a series yeah. of videos that it like totaled eight or nine hundred thousand views for one series of videos <laughs> that was the backbone to yeah. me selling this army on eBay, right? So Well Yeah. I feel like I got screwed. This, this may be uh, <laughs> fate giving you permission to to have a corn army. It it is very possible. I've also thought of that. Of course, I already boxed everything up. <laughs> oh, f- well, hey, it's gonna be—it's gonna be Christmas. You you wrap it up. There you go. Uh, you know, give it to your wife for uh, Chuck's calendar, Valentine's Day. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! How did yeah. you know? Look, this is way more presents than you normally get on Valentine's Day. So uh, just yeah. be happy for me. <laughs> um. There, there is the small possibility that I will end up keeping this army because I don't know. It's just too much at this point, but, um, Hey, you have my yeah. permission. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. You have to deal with that. Uh, this is bringing back a memory though. And mm-hmm. I, I think I may have been like slightly scammed at the time, but Years ago, I was buying a, a used graphics card on eBay, mm. and um, I put in, you know, my maximum bid. I just barely lost the auction, as I guess everyone who loses an auction just barely loses. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're the second place person, 
and I, I mean, I wasn't a fool. I didn't put in like a, a maximum bid that was actually higher than what I was willing to spend. Right. But anyway, I lost, you know, the auction by a couple of bucks or whatever. And then within like 10 minutes of the auction closing, I got an email that said the winner backed out and you are in second place. Would you like to buy for this price? And I'm pretty sure that there was just, you know, a confederate of of the seller just yeah. seeing seeing what my maximum bid was, just just kind of baiting out the maximum bid and, and doing that. And uh and you know, I wasn't stupid with my maximum bid. Like I yeah, like I, I am willing to buy for that price. Like, cool. And at the time I'm like this this guy is doing some some shenanigans here. Yeah. He was the the real <laughs> his alternate account or his sister's alternate account were the real like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the real winners of this. I'm pretty sure that's why they changed that idea that they had to go to the resolution center instead. Um, um yeah, I was saying that's why they they uh I think that's why they changed it. It's where you had to go through the resolution center because okay, so that was, that a was thing just a common that people did. Yeah, those a lot. are just a real yeah. common shenanigan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. e- even man, probably around the time you bought that that uh, that card, I had a friend. He was selling magic cards on eBay, and we would do that. Like we'd bid on each other's stuff, and it would be like, oh, well, if you know, if we accidentally go too high, then we'll just retract yours and give it to the next person, just to get that bidding war going, right? Yeah, you know, and that that was I've, a long time. ago. I've done but. that once on one of your like random minis, like <laughs> you, just very I've early on. on, on like, there, like you know, six days left in the bidding. I'm like, yeah, I'd pay twenty five bucks <laughs> right. for that. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I I don't think I actually juiced the price that much, but I, no, I and I, and I'm sorry. Do you remember I, I feel what model bad it was? What do you remember? What model it is that you bid on? I can probably I tell you. How much I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, man, I, 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 I remember that happening. I can't remember what model it is. Whatever. Yeah, no, it went for a lot more than $25. <laughs> hey, you I do good work. Though. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> uh, maybe I've, I've just admitted to trying to juice prices, but right. to be fair, I definitely would have bought it if I won. But I mean, hey, yeah, for something I've thought bucks, about yeah. before is, is uh, should I should I bid just for fun here and like hope I don't win? But like it's kind of fun anyway. Right. That scene shows up in movies a lot where someone's just trying to like get the bad guy to spend too much money at the auction. Oh yeah, they. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good scene. It's a yeah. good scene. <laughs> All right, eBay miniature rescues. Let's uh, let's move on here. What what else is going on? What else is going? I'll on? I'll do it. I'll do it. You. I'll do it. You got some, um, some stuff going on. Yeah, so so here's another stuff going on. So we have here uh, a 3D printed mini. Oh yeah, and uh, this is from uh, a Kickstarter that's going on right now. And, and basically, I get uh, alerts and notifications of uh, upcoming Kickstarters basically constantly, um, just in case, you know, uh, because if if I'm able to spread the word about a, a cool product, like it's it's useful for everybody. And most of the time, it's like, hey, that looks cool, but uh, I'm behind on videos already. Right, like I yeah. Can't, can't help you out, sorry. <laughs> but this is one where I'll at least give it a shout out. This is, it's going it's to struggle because the name has two apostrophes in a one word, but it's uh, Pon Air Reum, Pon apostrophe A apostrophe Reum. And it's, 
a set of 3D printed minis, but the, the gimmick here is that they're all busts. And so they're meant to be like playing pieces and they're about the size of a regular, you know, 28 millimeter mini, except it's just the chest on up. And so all of the proportions get to be much bigger. You know, you're not, you don't have to put the height of the legs and everything in there. So what I have printed out here is a dwarf slayer and the, the, the features you care about is his face and his sweet beard and his rings and everything are, are huge and, and look cool. Yeah. And somebody must've done this before, but this is the first time I had ever seen it mm -hmm. of uh, 3d printed minis playing pieces where each mini is a bust and for a lot of games that's fine like a an rpg or something uh -huh. like that's that's awesome like you're moving around little busts of the characters and yeah i just thought that was pretty cool and i mean they 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 look nice i mean they're not they don't necessarily look look nicer than all the other great kickstarters going on and feel bad that i can't shout out all of them but uh right oh, this is pretty cool it's a, it's a fun idea so that's pawn arium and i just printed out 12 dwarf slayers because i'm thinking <laughs> about doing another one of those stupid monopoly board uh videos right. where, I, where i test out varnishes so i like that we'll see if that ever happens or not but it might it might but you got the you got the busts now uh, i got the busts i got the option yeah that's pretty cool uh, I mean, I like that because, you know, obviously with a 3D printer, you can scale it to however big or small you want. So, yeah, like having a, a bust is it's pretty handy. Like good practice in. Yeah. And I mean, they're all like fused to a base and base seems to be about 32 millimeters. Maybe it's 35 millimeters. I don't know. But it's a sure. smallish base and you move them around. You can definitely make like a chest set or, or something out of them or. Play whatever game you want with them, and um, yeah, if you if you only take like the top two feet of the character, then you know proportionally you scale everything up huge, and there's a lot of details on the face and everything. And yeah, it's just a cool idea. Yeah, hmm? I dig it. Mm-hmm. Of course, the <laughs> the prints came out like a little bit messed up because it's cold in my basement, but uh, <laughs> just a little lopsided uh, as previously mentioned. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I, I printed out a bunch of bases and different things and like a little bit of warpage. That's fine. Yeah. It all works. Yeah. Of course, I'm, I'm thinking now I, I got to standardize this test. So, the video I put out a couple months ago at this point where I ate Funyuns <laughs> and moved <laughs> test models around a Monopoly board for hours. Yeah. That was actually a pretty good test of like the durability of the minis because I just got my greasy hands uh, picking and picking up and moving and putting down minis over and over and over again, moving them around the Monopoly board. And the results showed that varnish actually helped to protect the mini so i do want to do another test which is uh gloss varnish versus no varnish versus matte varnish versus and then the what i've been taught to do is gloss varnish for like that hard shell yeah and then you dull down the sheen of the mini with a little bit of matte varnish and so i'm really curious to see if any of that actually holds up so <laughs> i'd be very curious uh, to know about I, that I, <laughs> 
for that first video, I bought two big bags of Funyuns, and I've purposely been saving one of those bags of Funyuns, so I, I, I'm ready to go here. Uh, you might want to this, check this the expiration on those Funyuns, man. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed that I haven't uh, just dug into those Funyuns <laughs> right. yet. Like, uh, you know, been watching The Expanse, like just saw uh, season five, episode 10 of The Expanse, and... <sighs> I didn't even bust into those Funyuns. Like, that was a special moment. Like, that was... No spoilers. That could have been the excuse. Yesterday was the Super Bowl. Not that I care, but another person would have busted right into those Funyuns. Not me. I'm saving them for a special occasion. I did not watch the Super Bowl. Okay. We, we, we've got other stuff to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I was home. Mm -hmm. I was... I didn't even know what I was doing. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right, what what else you got? What's going on? Give me some. All right. Um. So you know, sometimes in my videos, I like to, I don't know, throw in a little bit of B roll of the area that I'm in. And I don't mean my hobby space, but like if I go to the hobby shop, if I go somewhere, the mailbox, right? Whatever right. it is, you know, you show like you the license plate of your sweet van, like that sort that's of thing. Blurred out. I got that. <laughs> I came back later on that one. <laughs> yeah, anyways. <laughs> no, like just the the mountain ranges, the the area surrounding, right? Like the the main features to say this is the town, this is the city, this is the area. Um just so happened that another YouTuber reached out and was like, "Holy crap. Uh we live in the same town. We should uh we should hang out." So I did. And um, I'm happy to say um, I haven't been murdered, so that's cool. Uh, I mean, YouTubers are a pretty trustworthy bunch, but who who was it? Uh, uh, that's the a dude who runs a channel called Crossbow Gaming. About 160,000 subs, does like walkthroughs and different things like that. Um, not exactly within our wheelhouse of things, but he got into the hobby. Um, just because of the pandemic. So he's been painting Crossbow minis. gaming? So, sorry, the, it's like video gaming? Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and, okay. and on the side, also plays minis and watches your channel and has seen all the right. uh, personal identifying information that places your uh, location. Yeah, gotcha. within gotcha. the town. Um, <laughs> well, the, the big one was like the aerial shots of Reno, Nevada, where I live. Like... I had drone footage of downtown Reno. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to ask you, you about that. I, I'm yeah. surprised you hadn't so far. It's been like a month and a half. <laughs> um, so actually, I have two questions. Like, yes. one, how, how how's the healing going? Like, uh, It's good. How you feeling? Yeah, it's good. It's good to go. I don't think you can see it. They can see it. You can't really see nice. it. That's, that's what matters. Yeah. Now, healing's good on the tattoo. That was a good time. Um, nice. Yeah, they said I wouldn't yeah, do so, it. I did it. That's awesome. You know, our viewers didn't get us those ten thousand likes. I on... noticed that. <laughs> well, we don't have ten thousand views on any of our videos, so right. So you know, it seems kind of hard to get one without the other. But someday, someday, it's true. The important thing is that you're willing to get a full sleeve orc tattoo. Oh, yeah. well, in, in and... fact, uh, I have plans for. Basically, the next time I'm in Chicago, okay, already like started. So, 
Um, okay. So March, 2022. That literally. Right, yeah. Right. I'm actually thinking of going yeah. like a couple days early <laughs> and doing the, the session. Yeah. Getting something big. Uh, somebody offered. So yeah, still got to figure out all the logistics, but you know, it's going to happen. So, all right, we're get get back to your tattoo, but my cat is sitting on top of a fish tank and drinking water out of the filter that hangs on the back of the fish tank. So that's not it's not great, great but yeah, I could go address the situation, but she's just gonna get up again. You need all right. Sorry, a sorry, to, sorry. You were talking about your your March twenty twenty two tattoo. That's true, but yeah, you were talking about. How did I get that super sweet footage? That's, that was my that second was question, question for you. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed that you uh, downloaded from some B-roll company. Uh, okay, because the, the video where Casey goes in, down into town to get his sweet tattoo of pork stuff on his arm. Yeah. In that video, there's uh, shots from the driver's seat and from the passenger seat of a sweet van. And then there's just also aerial footage <laughs> of like downtown, I assume, downtown yes, Reno. Yes, it is. It's like straight, straight through downtown Reno. <laughs> and um, if that's your drone, uh, that is very illegal, I assume. I, uh, I assume you, there are laws out there. You could assume that. There are laws, <laughs> and you can get around that as long as you have the proper licenses. If you have a Part 107 drone license from the FAA, and you are authorized to fly, and you've checked with... There, there are ways to get around these things. I could technically have gone and flown the drone downtown, legally. Um... Because it's airspace, right? Like, an airplane is not going to fly there. Like, in between buildings. So it's not like it's super dangerous, per se. You're... <laughs> Was that your drone or not? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. It is not... It wasn't my drone, no. I, um... I got some stock footage. Okay, that's what uh, yeah. I that's what I thought. But like you, you matched it up very nicely with the roads. It, it seemed like the road that you were driving down with your car, and like no, they were know, they were perpendicular. Like were they? Okay. Yeah. So okay. it, it it looked like the same region, and and even like the video quality and like the yeah, the, you know the weather on that day looked pretty similar. Yeah. So it's like, huh? I I it's, it's try to be stock match footage, it, yes. but like it's, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> but see, other people wouldn't necessarily know that. And like technically, theoretically, I could have gotten those shots, but I just got some stock footage. So yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, it's good to have that resolved. That that had been bugging me, but I forgot last time. Uh, <laughs> I, we record these videos that. late, late at night, and that's true. You never know what's going to happen. You never know if I'm going to remember what I wanted to ask you, or yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, we do have a place to write all this stuff down, but I, I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I left the house recently. Ooh. Can I can I tell the story about what I? Left the house recently. Yeah, I'm. I went, yeah, I want to know. Okay, so there's a a new GW release that I that I actually wanted. Normally, I can 
have the the willpower just to let most stuff slip <laughs> by but uh kagra's reavers or ravagers or whatever came okay, out yeah. this is uh the underworld's war band of just four new chaos warriors or three new warriors and and uh one wizard yeah which is all good stuff to have if you're building a slaves to darkness army exactly. so it's just alternate sculpts and like really nice alternate sculpts so i went out to my uh friendly local game store and bought the the only copy of it they had and then <laughs> on my way back home i stopped at the warhammer store and bought two more copies and uh <laughs> it was a pretty good outing yeah yeah uh, getting those those releases so no one else can <laughs> yeah Hey, given given the local store's uh, business isn't exactly. bad, but actually, I was um, pleasantly surprised to see that the my local you know game store actually had a lot of people in there, and oh. so that was that was good to see. And they're you know real strict on making sure everybody has masks, and actually, there were enough people in there that I had to wait a few minutes before going in and doing the shopping. Nice. Um, so good all the way around, and actually. Uh, one of the other customers in there recognized me and said hi. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Parker, uh, how you doing? Nice. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they watch the podcast, listen to the podcast. I mean, they better. Yeah, that was that was kind of funny because I figured um, at a game store where both of us are at the point where it is possible that someone will recognize us and say hi. But, uh, you know, I was wearing a mask and everything, so I figured it'd be less likely, but... I, I, then again, I also have like a lot of hair hanging down on the other side of my right. head, so maybe the maybe the back of the head is recognizable too. I mean, I know. Uh, you know, I, I dare to say two foot red hair, <laughs> you know, is pretty recognizable. You, you look familiar. Shop. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like out, out of the people that I've familiar. ever met in my I... whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um. And then I went to the Warhammer store, and this is this is like a really weird peeve that I've been developing. But the manager of the Warhammer store does not ever recognize me, which I <laughs> which I am starting to think is kind of funny. <laughs> that's a that's a peeve. <laughs> like you're like well, you because I mean. It's a really weird situation to start to be recognized in. I mean, not that a game store is super public, public, but like, no, but it's I'm starting yeah. to be recognized more and more often. Uh, but uh, I've, I haven't gone to this Warhammer store too many times, but the guy has never shown a hint of recognition. Like, there, there was a time when like another customer in the store like recognized me and uh, you know talked to me for a little while. Yeah. Um, but the the manager there never interact. He seems like a great guy, and he was doing uh, really good safety measures. Um, they were actually doing a, a system where he was sterilizing any box that somebody had touched. So there was a table oh. that said, "If you've you know picked up a box right, and handled this. it, like put it down here. I'll I'll wipe it down and put it back on the shelf." And well, that's nice for him. yeah, you know, for for signing receipts and stuff at the front. He had. Uh, new pens and used pens yeah. um so yeah, perfectly friendly guy too it's just this really <laughs> weird little peeve like uh, <laughs> you just on your way somewhere and you're like I'm, I'm gonna make a detour okay if anything you'll just have gone in naturally enough to be like Brent, right <laughs> yeah you'd be like yeah that's right he's like yeah you were here last yeah, week like, like i ugh. looked at your credit card last yeah, time exactly. you were in <laughs> it won't be 
for any other reason. <laughs> you know, uh, way back in the days when you know I used to work at the Tropical Fish Store, that was that was something I'd do if like I, I recognized a customer, like yeah, I'd be like uh, 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 Jared. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, because. Um, that that does start to be one of those situations where you've had enough friendly interactions with a person that like you really should probably know their name, but it's also kind of too late to ask. <laughs> it's just it's or it's past getting the there at least. Point. Yeah, I I always know that if I go somewhere enough and they start to know my name just because I go there, then I probably need to stop going there for a while. It's it's too well, I mean, much. It depends what it is. Is it, you're talking like Buffalo Wild Wings, or what are we talking about? Here? <laughs> no, not exactly. Uh, no, I'm thinking like like uh, like a Seven Eleven at the end of the road or something. <laughs> like if if Raj at the Seven Eleven knows my name, yeah, it'd be like uh, you you have the usual today, sir. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Or if I know Raj at the Seven Eleven because that's his name, then yeah, it's probably uh, I just probably just not go there as often as yeah. I don't know. Red Bull is real good, man. Like it just is. I I had a friend who, when we'd walk into the the kebab shop, the 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 guy behind the counter would just start making my friend's kebab. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are certain, you know, there are certain like, places no where spoken. I'm, like, I'm cool start... with that. There's a Chinese food <laughs> restaurant in my town that uh, has been around since like like I was born, and they move locations. It's been the same kind of people and like their friends and so on. Um, like so much so that, that I've actually been to the wedding of the owner, like, uh, like the original owners trained someone else. And then like one of the, the waitresses there was marrying the owner. And we were just, we went there so much that like we were invited to this wedding and it was in San Francisco. It was a Chinese <laughs> wedding, like traditional, this whole thing, like 400 people in this massive convention center in San Francisco. I'll, I'll have to awesome. talk about that crazy experience at some point. I ate shark fin. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Jellyfish. <laughs> like, all sorts of nuts stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, when I go into that restaurant, they're like, oh, hey, let me grab your drink. You can go sit down. And like, it, you know, it'll be great. And it's like, yeah, cool. You know, this is perfect. Like, that's that's okay. That's an okay level of, like, like you're a regular at a, at a restaurant or a bar or something. Like, it's a little better. But when it's something like... I don't know, a Warhammer store or if I go yeah, into a fish, like, especially if it was a fish shop, like how often are you actually in a fish and shop? We gave, you know, free water testing. So, you know, if you're setting that's, up your tank, one. you want to see how that nitrogen cycle is going. Okay. And there's, there's actually a, a pretty good reason to keep going into a fish store because you get new livestock in and, uh, um, you know, hey, come on in. We, we actually got two new brain corals in today, and one of them's that really nice uh, teal color. And you know, some of them aren't looking good, but this one's this one's looking pretty healthy. And uh, you know, I, I, we have it marked as thirty nine ninety nine. Ordinarily, this would be a, a sixty dollar piece, but <laughs> no, these with with livestock, there's actually pretty good reason to check in every week if you know the the store gets maybe two shipments of fish and other livestock in and like oh the you know the yellow tang that came in this week like normally they're pretty distressed and like don't look so good but this one's like not pale yellow this one's like yellow yellow this one's <laughs> bad moon yellow this one's looking good yeah. i like that that's a good tie in there it's good uh and the, 
again this is like maybe we can do this someday but there were those are good memories of like the the regulars at the fish store because some of them were just like coming in to to like avoid their families (laughs) (laughs) why you spinning target again well i remember one guy who's like i can't remember if it was i don't think it was valentine's day i think it was like his wedding anniversary oh no and he's coming in it's like it's after his work it's like you know 5 30 maybe 6 in the evening of his wedding anniversary he's like so i didn't get anything what should i do oh no and um <laughs> my coworker was a couple of years older than me he's like okay you need to go to the grocery store and buy a bouquet of flowers and either yeah <laughs> like okay <laughs> like here, here is the minimum <laughs> things you need to do and also stop looking at those fish go do this now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's pretty great <laughs> i mean that's that's a nice interaction like if you're if you're trusting enough to to be like oh, i got some i got some problems i need help <laughs> what do i do <laughs> uh, yeah i could see that yeah there were there there were good times like uh one time, like the the repo man came to the the store after like one of our best customers, like apparently had been committing serious fraud, and like uh, <laughs> we already like confiscated and sold, you know, auctioned off all his cameras and stuff. But like, uh, here's all the stuff from his fish tanks. What can you get with them? Like, I'll give you ten percent. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But that's but you know that's a that's a whole different hobby that's that's yeah. not painting bravely at all like no. we gotta we gotta keep it together i was talking about kagra's ravagers uh and, yeah and yeah okay yeah so this is the the new underworld's war band and there's the opportunity in this set to make a a slambo proxy so right slambo yeah. was a an old classic mini and then like a retro classic mini uh, a few years ago. It's just a, just a goofy looking chaos warrior who has, you know, two axes held out to the side. He looks kind of silly looking, but uh, within that one box underworld's box, you do a, a head swap and then swap one of the weapons and you got something that looks like a modern slambo and I'm, I'm painting them up green, like the box art from the one from a few years back and, it's a fun little project, you know? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm working on. So the left the house, got three boxes, uh, Kagris Reavers, <laughs> and then like an absolute boss, I came back home, I opened up three boxes, I stacked the sprues, sorted the sprues out, and then just uh, assembled you know, <laughs> three Kagras, uh, three whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just... Just, just chained it. those right out. Got got all twelve assembled at once, and very efficient, very good, very nice. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was there was definitely that situation where I I bought that first box and I was heading heading back home and do I stop at the Warhammer store and buy two more boxes? I mean, what would would Casey let me? Yeah, Casey would let me. Yeah, I like, mean, I would. I don't, let even, you. I don't even need to call him and ask for permission. <laughs> He'd let me. I mean, look, any any time you want to go into the Warhammer sort just to see if uh, if that dude will recognize you. <laughs> yeah, you just go right ahead. I know, I know how it is. 
Well, because you're right. Eventually, just as a, a manager, they'll recognize you from the store and they'll, you know, start to be like, hey, you know, hey, buddy. Hey, chief. How's it going? You know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, good to see you. Uh, I mean, yeah, and that's that, yeah. that's not so bad. Although. How uh, you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You start getting on friendly terms with like game store owners. It can get it can get dangerous pretty quick, and you know, on your wallet, because it you know they oh, make sure. suggestions, they do some pre-orders, and you feel obligated, and all of a sudden you're like getting weekly orders and shipping, and and and, and yeah, it can get ugly. I understand. Yeah, I understand. So be yeah. careful. I'm saying you know mm -hmm. it's it's not worth it necessarily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let it let it happen naturally off the off the YouTube channel, not off the him <laughs> knowing your credit card. <laughs> and man, it 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 I don't know what it says about me that it does slightly bug me that a man whose job is supposedly Warhammer doesn't doesn't recognize old Goobertown. I mean, I was wearing a mask. We were both wearing a masks. Uh, and, but like and, I said, know. that 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 hair. There's no way. <laughs> like in a Warhammer store. I'm sorry. Like, look, if I went to a store tomorrow in my area and I saw somebody that even slightly looked like you, I'd be like, dude, what are you what are you doing here? And then there'd be some rando turning around, but I'd still do it. Cause who else looks like that? Then I'd take a picture sure, and I'd send sure. it to you and be like, this guy, this guy looks like that. <laughs> uh and he was not friendly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did not recognize me at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, now I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking about this manager, and either like he's ten hours a day of Warhammer is enough, and he goes home and he does not watch YouTube, or or maybe he's a you know a strictly Peachy and Wade man. I don't know. Like, I mean, it might be company policy after all. You know what I'm saying? It may be. Like, do maybe. not acknowledge them. Don't let them know. Brent just left the room. I guess I'm just all alone here again. Welcome back to Paint Bravely the podcast. As we continue, oh, you didn't fill time. I was just oh, letting Gordon. No, in. I, uh, I, I did. I did fill time. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you, you got something for us, Casey, or do you want me to just keep talking about my day days? Um, they run into each other. My days. I know what you mean. Um, no, I was gonna. What was I gonna say? I was. I was talking about. Uh, Oh, a crossbow game in there. Yeah, we went in uh Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's that? I know, I know. We, we just keep getting in these deeper levels, you know, say rabbit holes. But, uh, yeah, we, we uh, went and got some, some beer, some pulled pork. And then uh, yeah, I traded him some, some fancy beer, you know, went to the store. Ooh, oh, that just reminds me of a good story. Uh, maybe it's not a good story, but it's uh, certainly entertaining. I'll let you know. Yeah, let's, All right. let's hear it. Well, so I was threatened. My life was threatened not that long ago. It's <laughs> a good start. Not really threatened. On but... the internet? Oh, no, in real life. In person. <laughs> My life's been threatened on the internet plenty of times. I'm fine. <laughs> um, no, like I was so weirdly, I was getting beer and we have stores in Reno that sell like craft beers, local beers, that kind of thing. They carry them in stock. Um, in the cold section, which is kind of cool. It's nice to have. So I'm going in like, cause, uh, uh, well, his name's Bo from crossbow gaming. So makes sense. Right. 
Um, <laughs> I know. So I, uh, I was, I was trading him some beer for some Indominus Necrons because he had some leftovers. He built a, a sweet Necron army, like full 2000 points, but didn't use some of the stuff in the Indominus box. So I was like, you know, give him uh, some nice beers, a couple of uh, packs or whatever. Um, and he'll give you the models, right? So, you know, that's what we did. But I was going in to get the beer. And there were a couple of dudes who I, at at first I was like, they kind of seem homeless. And I was like, no, that's, that's mean. Like, don't, don't say things like, I'm just like in my head, right? This inner monologue, like, that's mean, you know, cause they, they kind of looked a little dirty, but they were like wearing matching socks, these two dudes. And they look kind of like, maybe they're just like, you know, uh, uh, like long distance bike riders or something. You know how those those guys like they'll go cross country on a bike. You know they've been out. What were their socks pulled up to their knees or what? Yeah. Like How do you know? How are you noticing their socks? Yeah, okay. I, I should have right. I should have mentioned that. So it's a weird way to wear a sock, for sure. Thanks for pointing it out. It's a real like Sherlock Holmes <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed one of them had a scuff on his left foot. Uh, Vin Diesel and Triple X, <laughs> like uh, the waitress would never be wearing high heels. Like. Yeah, right. You know, uh, oh, oh, don't, don't even start. Don't even start with that crap. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Um, yeah. So like they had these socks that were pulled up and they're like bright pink. Okay. And they had like designs on them. So I just assumed they were some kind of like runner sock or whatever. And you know, I'm, I'm like berating myself on the inside as I'm walking to get beer. And I like I'm walking next to them, like I'm going to go behind them in the aisle. And one of them kind of stands up because they're looking at alcohol on the bottom shelf. Um, yeah. And then he, he like stands up and like almost backs into me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Like, I, I didn't mean to, you know, whatever, like trying to be polite. And the, the other dude gets up and just starts like cussing me out and saying he's going to like beat my face in. Like, if I'm uh, OK. And so I just like go around and like just keep going. And it's like grabbed a couple of beers and on my way. It was just like, oh, all right. Okay. Uh, and then on my way out, you know, the, the obligatory like shopping cart filled with stuff. And they had like this, this little cat in there and all their stuff. It was like they were obviously homeless. And it was just like, okay. holy crap. Okay. So that happened yeah. on, on my way to go have some, some lunch. With Bo, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the homeless population is like in Reno, but uh, okay, okay, yeah. they, at least they have matching socks. It's yeah, yeah, but that happened. It happened. Um, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, you know, I didn't. That's I the didn't important get hit. thing. I didn't didn't get struck. No, yeah. but I was just like, as soon as that happened, I'm just like, that's why I don't leave my house. Damn it! <laughs> like. Like, of course, this happens to me, like, right, as I go to go do anything in public, like, I'm going to go hang out with somebody, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. This is why we don't leave the house. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. That's <laughs> kind of what it felt like. It's like, uh, this is not good. But, uh, yeah, no, I made it, and uh, it was a good time, and uh, I think we're going we're gonna to try and get some games in, because he's, he's new into, like, 40K. I don't know crap about 40K, so we're just going to try and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That was good. Maybe, uh, yeah, I mean, so, uh, other video game YouTubers have got into tabletop and, and gone in that direction a little bit. So yeah. Hey, it was just nice to like meet up with somebody who also does the YouTube thing. You know, yep. it's like, it's one thing that, you know, we talk 
through Discord, we talk online and all this stuff, but then, I don't know, it's just different. It's different being, like, face-to-face. It's been, you know, mm. all, over a year, or almost a year now, right? It's February now. It is February. <sighs> it's been yeah. forever. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I go out and almost get, you know, my ass kicked. <laughs> Yeah, you're rusty. You'll you'll get better. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. I feel bad. <laughs> it's like I said I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like you're, you're the groundhog that got yelled at by the homeless man and <laughs> gonna go back inside for six more weeks. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh now unfortunately, like the homeless population in Reno is is pretty large. Um and we've got like all these good programs going. Um and I guess it's helped uh over the the pandemic and it's gotten better but like it's gotten worse for everything else i don't know so yeah, yeah i suppose yeah. it's just something I, I, well i'm glad you're okay casey yeah that's the important thing good. Right. <laughs> um i i had a social interaction today this is actually the second podcast i'm recording today oh hey so uh earlier this evening I was uh, recorded for Victims and Villains. Oh. This is mostly like a mental health podcast, mm-hmm. uh, suicide prevention, but what they actually spend most of the time talking about is like Nicolas Cage movies. So they, it's kind of like they talk about movies and like a little bit of, uh, you know, social things going on in the movies and um, mental health uh, kind of connections and stuff. Um, so they're like, they had a review of the Mandalorian series from a uh, point of view of like a, a counselor and, okay. and you know, talking about, uh, old Grogu's well-being and, uh, whether he has any choice in the, uh, the various guardians he has during that show. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, was it actually cool for, uh, person A to just kind of give him to person B uh, at the end of that one episode, and all right, no spoilers. I I thought it was a little awkward. Should have more of a choice, but <laughs> but I think we're gonna find out more information too. But you know, I did. It felt awkward. But um, anyway, so Anyways. it's a it's a podcast mostly mostly just uh you know jabbering about movies and stuff. But the one of the one of the guys who runs this podcast saw that paint and plastic YouTube documentary that we talked about yeah. documentary that we talked about a little. And I actually said it during the recording. I swear, I swear, I said it <laughs> documentary. <laughs> uh, You're killing me, man. Yeah. So, but but anyway, they they put together a little panel, and so it was uh, me and kenny from next level painting nice. and scott from miniac and we all got together for an hour to uh talk about the the hobby and and mental health ramifications of it and very nice um so yeah we had a little uh little youtuber panel so that's cool yeah, that was fun it's fun um you know of course talked to both of those guys before but not not often enough so it's good that's uh, true Good to have a little bit of a gab with them. And I don't know when that episode is released, but again, the podcast is Victims and Villains. Uh, check it out. They're, they talk about lots of different you know movies and, and stuff, but they're also recently on a real kick of Nicolas Cage. Uh, one of the hosts got it into their mind that 
this is a lifelong dream to just go through all of Nick Cage's <laughs> filmography and just really hash it out. Yeah. So they got new stuff. They got old stuff. I listened to a little bit of their episode on National Treasure. Oh, boy. Maybe maybe it's time for a, a review of that one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you want to take 20 minutes to uh, just break down a Nick Cage movie with me, I, I'll do that anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once we start uh, getting past two hours on one of these podcasts, it just switches into uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> just like a book club. Like we have both watched a particular movie during the last week for the purpose of being like the third hour of this right, uh, yeah. heinous uh, podcast. Let me let me lay this out to that. If yeah. if if and I mean if not necessarily when, but, but if possibly we have right. a Patreon in the future. That could easily be our extra content. <laughs> like, it's just straight up book club. Like, I mean, we'll watch do it thing. whether we get paid or not. Oh, I know. But, uh... but if there was ever a reason to actually follow through and do that on a regular basis, there are some movies you'd have to pay me for. But correct. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, while we're painting bravely, we're just uh, rewatching Sean Bean's performance in National Treasure One. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at a career, right? <laughs> yeah, they they should have just branched off at this point and just followed Sean Bean. Yeah, for sure. That also would have been good. <laughs> well, anyway, that that podcast has been going for a while. Victims and villains, and uh, they are clearly set up for for many many years in the future. With yeah, with that particular rabbit hole. Well, it's not showing any signs of slowing down anytime soon, is it? <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, getting back to painting here. Uh, also in the mail, I got liquid gold from Vallejo in the Very mail, nice, and nice. that is pretty good. It's the it is the alcohol based or alcohol, alcohol soluble, yeah, uh, metallic paint, and it is, I think, the best looking true metallic paint that I've ever used. Uh, it's uh, huh. a little tricky to work with because it's uh, not water soluble. And you got to clean your brush with alcohol and everything. And the paint's a bit runny and stuff. But if you want to just make a, a big, flat bunch of metal and you don't have an airbrush, if you have an airbrush, you can put on decent layers of true metallic paint. But if, you, if you're just using a brush, this alcohol-based stuff, uh, liquid gold and liquid silver, actually pretty good. I haven't used it a whole bunch, but uh, it showed up in one video recently and... So far, so good. Yeah. Uh, I also just actually got a bottle of liquid gold. And I, I, I used it on like a little tiny spot on a model just to test it out. Um, I'm actually, I mean, since it was such a small spot, I can't exactly make a, a judgment right away. But uh, in my, like I said, small Small test. I actually think that the the Vallejo metal color feels better. Okay. It's less of an issue. But again, more testing needs to be done. Um, it did look nice, mm -hmm. but I think for the just because it's alcohol based, like it's such a pain to go through the motions. Yeah, I've got to, at this point. I have like a little dropper bottle with alcohol at my hobby desk and so just you know get out a few drops of that put it in a palette there you it's go a straight up alcohol a squirty bottle yeah. perfect 
and I actually have a memory from very early on in in my hobby days of when I was in you know high school or maybe even middle school that my bottle of testers enamel gold mm -hmm. and like the enamels from testers for the metallics were way better than the the GW stuff at that point. Oh yeah, again, yeah, very annoying to use because you have to have mineral spirits or whatever to clean your brush. Yeah, but nice smooth shiny metallics. And that's something I would like to revisit again someday soon. Some testers, I've got all my testers. Yeah, yeah, I've got all my testers around here somewhere. But in particular, the metallics. Like I, I have very clear memories of those actually looking good when regular old acrylic, water-based acrylic paints did not. So yeah, Whew. something to think about for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, because Tester still sells all their paints. Like, I don't know oh, how yeah. they're still in business. <laughs> I mean, I, well, there's a, a tabletop inquirer I, I was uh, joke about I testers the other day. <laughs> I thought it was so good. Like, testers discourages yet another young hobbyist <laughs> from ever painting another model. Like, if you want to paint bravely, like, that's about as brave as you can get. Because, like, there's no good reason to use testers' paints on gw models like through an airbrush well, i'm, I'm, like, I'm going to do it as like a stupid youtube oh, sure she's like sure a, it's, it's, <laughs> that's the whole thing <laughs> it's an interesting question like i am curious with my slightly refined skills nowadays right. as a fully grown and mostly functional adult if i can make <laughs> testers do anything good on a on a real model um they okay so testers does sell some pretty awesome uh enamel washes and I, I use them still. There's a, there's a really nice, like, rust, testers rust enamel wash. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's good stuff. And even their black one is really good. Uh, it's kind of like the Tamiya panel liner that a lot of people use, that I use. Um, but it comes in a big, fat bottle for, like, a buck fifty. Because it's testers. <laughs> so... Yeah, like they still yeah, have some good that. stuff. It looked, it looked good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, it's testers. Look, maybe in some future episode, I'll talk about the time that that came in the mail for me, and I tried it out. <laughs> you reached out to low. testers. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> they sent you their entire line. You know, that's not a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know if testers is with the times. Like if, uh, <laughs> that that actually would be an interesting talk. Is like okay, so this week I emailed testers and uh, uh -huh. asked if they knew what YouTube was. <laughs> and you got a text document back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they asked me for my fax number. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's something. I mean the. I, I just don't know. I honestly don't understand, like, at all how they're still around. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm answering my own question just because it's like, I say that and then I say, but they have these enamel washes. Or, like, I literally, right next to me is a bottle of Tester's Dull Coat. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, well. I'm keeping them in business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I am curious about model trains. Someday sure. I will take a dabble in model trains and see if any of the techniques and materials that we use actually cross over 
or if for yeah. some weird reason like tiny bottles of oil paint <laughs> are actually really useful for model trains so who knows last yeah. year for my dad's birthday uh i bought a crap train car an ho scale train car on ebay mm-hmm. i repainted it did some cool stuff to it and i gave it to him as a birthday present because he is a train guy and we are currently getting ready to build like a very large train set and do all of the terrain and printing and all everything all the stuff oh yeah so i'm i oh, i want to oh. feature that on my channel in some aspect i'm not sure how yet sure. um cuz a lot of the stuff is old it's used you know it's it's all over the place um who knows how that's going to work, but I'm definitely, I, I mean, I used all the same stuff to, to paint that train car and it worked just how it, you would think it would, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious to know how that goes. One, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I would love to, to see how that goes and, and learn more about that stuff, but yeah, I'm also really curious to see if just something clicks into place. You're like, oh, you know, it'd be perfect here. Like <laughs> a test tiny stool. little glass bottle of oil paint like that would. I mean, that would be perfect for like if you had enough mineral spirits. Or I guess that's whatever they cut the enamel stuff with. It's not actually mineral spirits because um, that'll screw up your testers paints if you cut it with uh, mineral spirits. Um. So whatever their stuff is, some kind of alcohol or I don't know, but just some other paint thinner. You could make a lot of washes. Oh, you could absolutely could make a lot of washes. Yeah. So I could see that. Like weathering and different colors Mm -hmm. and different things. So, you know, I don't know. It's definitely worth something. Maybe maybe you should uh, you should do some uh, science videos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just let us know. Because, like, you could take your uh, Monopoly board idea and just be like, look, I covered this entire thing in Tester's Black. <laughs> like, it's indestructible. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's got to be a use. There's got to be. And it's, it's boggling my mind that uh, being that this is sort of our job, that we still don't know what the use of little glass bottles of Tester's paint is. But I mean, I, there's got to be one. I knew a car guy, right? He did model mm-hmm. cars and all he had was testers. Um, and I, there you go. I assume that he just airbrushed it all on cause it's like high gloss. Night, it looks like yeah. a car. Right. So like I could see sure. that. Okay. You know? Okay. And, and since testers is so big on the, their, uh, their varnishes like that dull coat, man, it, it knocks out that shine. Like it will dull anything. So I could see oh, yeah. that, like, well, yeah, we got to counteract our own shiny enamel paints, right? <laughs> so, like, their formula is is spot on. So, yeah, like, uh, if you're painting something, you're like, no, nah, I need a matte varnish. I need it to look matte, you know, then, yeah, well, Testers makes a, you know, dull coat for that. So, I don't know, maybe they got it all figured out and we're just, we're just, we're not with it. Like, we're, we're stupid kids don't get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. We will learn. We will learn. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you on this issue. Yeah, somebody, somebody, nerds, playing testers to us. That that's what we really need here. 
that actually would be useful. For real, I'm, yeah. I'm not just saying it to say And by it. the time <laughs> we're asking this, we've, yeah, we've, we've just spent the last five minutes talking about how we ha we do not understand Tester's Paint. Yeah. So somebody's already written those four par paragraphs. For sure. And, uh, I'm just saying thank you. thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. If you just uh, entered that information for us yeah. in this situation, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I have no doubt that we are engaged. Yes. Interested. Over on the youtube.com slash paint bravely the podcast. That's where mm -hmm. that's where the comments are. Yeah, if you're listening on your phone, yeah. uh better get on over to the YouTube channel. Yeah. That's where it's at. All kinds of fun stuff happens over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, I got I got one last thing here and I really don't even know how to process it, but uh Hit me with it. You know, my phone, my phone buzzed earlier today and told me I had, you know, the, the Marauders that I ordered from Games Workshop. So I, you know, went outside to pick up that box, but there were two boxes <laughs> and there was also okay, just yeah. a, a, a 3D printer that I did not order, uh, <laughs> on, on my step. And, um, thank you, Elegoo. I got a, I got a Neptune 2 FDM printer now. So, uh. What are you even going to do with if that? If any of their sales reps reached out to me about that, I have no memory of it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, you know, a good opportunity to check out FDM printing. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad it was an FDM printer, though, because I have said yes too many times to companies saying, would you like to check out a resin printer? And I... I'm full up on resin printers. I've I've learned what there is to learn about <laughs> right. Pretty much all the resin printers being quite similar to one another. I mean, if but not literally the exact same thing, yeah. <laughs> in in some cases, yeah. And and there are, you know, minor differences between brands and um the the form factor varies a little bit and there is kind of a new generation coming out with uh the mono screen. So th there's there's a little bit of difference there, but for the most part, like I, I am capable of printing a resin mini right now. Right. But the, but yeah, if I, if I had just checked my mail and there was just another resin printer sitting <laughs> on my, again, like I am in a unique situation here, uh, but, and I'm sure it sounds, uh, strange, if not infuriating for me to be complaining about, uh, printers showing up on my doorstep. But if there was just another resin printer there that I did not ask for, I, I would be upset, but I'm actually kind of happy that there was just an FDM printer there. So we'll <laughs> so see new. how that goes. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're going to print with it. Like, I, well, I think ships like, like, um, pirate ships and, is that what you I, okay. I am expecting that like the detail will disappoint me and like I'll I'll get angry at the layer lines and stuff. I'm fully expecting that, but I, I don't even know how big the build plate is on this, but I don't uh, know how you like, can Skies of Sordain, like that that Kickstarter with their like airships and stuff. Maybe I'll okay. try one of those or some pirate ship or those are all maybe FDM? just like a like like well they're all larger scale models that okay, sure. might be more appropriate. Like any anything more like terrain sized, yeah, in yeah. my opinion, probably is a better value proposition for FDM. I've seen some good houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Try something like that. Um But I don't know. That was just one of those things. Like look outside my door, like, oh, 
Oh no! Like, <laughs> just big Elgu logo. You're like, what did you do? <laughs> oh no! Like, at at first it was fun to get these on my my doorstep, but like now, uh-huh. I hope like like tomorrow there's not like two more from. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody will have heard this and be like, oh, he he didn't just send no, it back. Like big, he might like, use from it. <laughs> China like sticker on it. Yeah. Elgu's just betting that you're gonna be like, oh, FDM, like. <laughs> I'll try that out for free. <laughs> yeah. And actually the Frozen did not tell me they were sending me their uh curing booth, which again the it's the only one I have and so I'm like okay, I'll I'll try it out. Uh, yeah. A I mean, mean this is, I mean it's just a a booth that has blue lights, you know, blue slash slightly ultraviolet lights in it. <laughs> I mean it's a it's a nail curing station, except slightly different form factor right, they, and significantly more expensive if you were side. to buy it. Yeah, on its side, yeah. <laughs> and there's a turntable in there. Right, yeah, the, there's a turntable. The turn yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know. I, I don't have... I have a decent amount of room here, but not enough for uh, just, like, appliances to keep showing up <laughs> right. on the doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and like for tax reasons, I can't start selling uh, <laughs> review know, stocks. Right? So I'll I'll find a way to use it. I'll find a way. To use uh, yeah. It. Okay. Just just in that context, just because you said it, um, the more you buy on eBay, the more you can write off. Just say it. Sure. Thank you. Hey, that's you know. That's the permission I needed right there. Thank you, Casey. That is, I've and, gone um, nuts this year. Yeah. <laughs> and. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned. So if you're unable to sell those corn or, you know, that first buyer fell through and the second buyer isn't $5 off of the first buyer. Right. Hey, uh, you stop looking for new armies to buy. You already have your army. There's love in that army. I mean, yeah. at this point, I haven't seen it in a while. I'd open it and unbox it and be probably pretty happy with it. <laughs> Laid it all out. Be like, oh, yeah, look at that one. <laughs> right. Or, hey. You know, keep it uh, keep it in your cellar for until Christmas. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe wrap it up now. Oh yeah, you know, put yeah, yeah. and then and save it for yourself. And <laughs> that could be big. It could be big. But listeners at home, uh, within reason, treat yourself. Yeah, I I give you permission to pull that trigger on eBay. Yeah, it's a good you know? call. I like it. Yeah, sometimes we just need something to paint. Um, Casey, why don't you uh, maybe maybe lead us out here? We'll uh, we'll call it an evening. Call it an evening. Well, on that, uh, what should I say? Terrible disappointment. There you go. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next time. of this i'm pretty sure that's why they changed that idea that they had to go to the resolution center instead cat not only uh rubbed against the camera but like pointed at the fish tank (laughs) oh man i hope that fish tank was uh at least a 20 galloner
Right. I hate for that to exactly off. a 20 gallon or that's you got the 30 inches by 12 inches. By 12, oh, thank know, God for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, snuffles. Oh, boy. Um, Someone coming in? No, the cat was playing with the cord on a camera. Just thought you were getting robbed, that's all. Uh, <laughs> that weird okay, look the on your face. Technology is no longer in mortal danger, but... <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's how this ends. <laughs> oh. no, I've, I've got a, a camera sitting on a shelf over there, and it's got it's a getting... power cord hanging down from it, and Gordon was batting at the power cord like, uh... <laughs> He's looking at it right now. Um, Casey, why don't you uh, maybe maybe lead us out here? We'll, uh, we'll call it an evening. 